Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Brain Fart Podcast. I am Maddie, and I am the host. Uh, so let's let's get into it. This week, I am going to be talking about dieting. And I know I've already, I, I know you're sitting there, all of you avid listeners, and you're saying, Maddie, you've already done an episode on dieting. You told us everything we could possibly need to know. Just hold hold it right there, because I've got more. And actually, this episode, the last episode I did on dieting, it was talking, I guess I was talking more about dieting in a health con <laughs> talking about dieting in a health context wow well that that just is all dieting but kind of more in a chronic illness topic-esque type thing it was more along the lines of what you have to do to change your diet to fit your illness I guess I don't know just take a <laughs> take a listen to that episode if you haven't I talk about that um, but this week, I wanted to talk about actual dieting, like those diets and trends that you hear. It was something that I was thinking about a lot this these past couple of weeks, and I don't know if I'm just kind of becoming more aware of things that happened in my childhood, or not that that not that I'm going to reveal any crazy big secrets here, but I just. I just wanted to talk about it. So a couple disclaimers before we start. I am not a medical professional. I'm not a nutritionist or a registered dietitian. I'm none of those things. I also just wanted to put a little warning out there. I mean, this episode, I will be talking about diets and how it affected me from a young age and things along the lines of eating. And I don't, excuse me, I don't think I'll be really touching on any sort of eating disorders this episode, but I just wanted to throw it out there. If people feel uncomfortable with that, please feel free to turn it off. It's no big deal. I just kind of wanted to talk about the subject. I thought it was interesting. So let's, with that, with all of that in mind, let's get into it. So a couple days ago, I put out on my Instagram a couple of questions. I do this from I do this from time to time. If you follow me, you know this. Um, if you don't and you want to be a part of the conversation, feel free to follow me on Brainfart Podcast on Instagram or Brainfart Podcast on Facebook, or you could just email me at brainfartpodcast at gmail.com. I know I say this every episode, but I just like to reiterate it so people know. And if you're new and listening, you'll know where to find me. So those are the platforms you can find me. And so on Instagram and on Facebook as well, I started posing some questions about dieting. I asked, what did I ask? I first of all asked if anyone had been on diets. And then I asked what age they started and approximately how many diets they think they've been on. And did they feel any societal pressures or need to do it because of society or possibly family members or people close to them. So those were just things I kind of like posted and put out there just just so I can kind of get some feelers about what other people were thinking and what other people had been doing with their lives. Because I very I know my story and my journey with dieting, but it's something that I don't know with everyone else. And I I kind of have some inkling of an idea just 
through friendship and life and seeing other family members, but I just wanted to get a broader sense of what other people had experienced. So I posed those questions and I got some responses. And the general consensus was I got most of the responses from females, which makes sense. Also, it makes sense for several reasons. One of them being, uh, I feel like sometimes females have a little bit more pressure on them for body image issues and things like that. Not to say that men don't, men do, or any other person does. Um, many people feel that, but I think, I think sometimes a certain type of person gets it a little bit more, if you know what I'm saying. Um, so there's that, but also the majority of my listeners are, I think, women, <laughs> just from statistics and things that I've seen on my podcast. Not to say that this isn't relevant for everyone or any gender or anything. Um, so I just wanted to say that first. That was kind of something I noticed at first. Um, everyone is welcome here. You don't. <laughs> Those are just statistics that I found out about brain fart. Um, so where was I? So that was one of the first things I realized. And then I also realized people were commenting how young they were when they started. And I asked this question because when I went back to think about it, okay, when did I first start actually dieting and really thinking about what I was eating and how it affected my body and in, in a like weight kind of way? <clears throat> Excuse me, I think I have a, a little bit of a scratchy throat today. So let's heighten that voice, <laughs> not sit in all of my vocal fry. Um... But I realized for me, when I started kind of my diet journey, I was probably 12, which that's, that's young. That's almost in like a week. It's my birthday in a week. <laughs> um, but in a week, that'll be 10 years of me being on diets or thinking about diets in that kind of way. And I have to say, it started, I think, mainly from my surroundings. It's something that I witnessed my mom doing. My mom has been on diets, I think, since she was probably 12. And I just noticed that happening in my family a lot. So that became, that was very normal for me to think about. Oh, okay, yeah, that is, that's how it is. That's just the way it is. You have to think about your food every second of the day. And I have, I've always been a larger person. I'm not, I'm in no way degrading myself or anything, but I've been 5'9", probably since I was 12. I've been a very tall person. I outgrew a lot of my classmates very quickly. I plateaued very quickly. There's lots of, there's plenty of other people who are taller than me, but I, I just grew very quickly at a very young age. So I was probably like 5'6 in the fifth grade and then 5'9 by the age of 12. It was a very quick transition. Um, and I have the stretch marks to prove it. I My body is actually covered in stretch marks, like on my legs, in my knee area, in my thigh area, in my hip area, in my arms, under my arms, because it literally was someone, it, it wasn't literally someone stretching me, but it was almost as if, mother nature or some or genetics just stretched me out very quickly and my body didn't quite know how to handle it so I always think it's interesting seeing those because I am reminded about how quickly I grew and it was something I used to be very insecure about stretch marks and it's something that I don't really care about now it's just a part of my body and I don't really mind it they've also faded they're white and just there so that was a that was a completely different tangent but 
just to bring my point all around, it was, it was something I thought about because I was always bigger than the other girls. And I never had, or people, um, I never really had that really quick metabolism. It just, I don't know. It, it never really happened for me. I've always, I've always had some fluff, you know, some warmth to my body. Um, and, or just a lot of muscle. I was just really muscular. I was never stick thin, which people are and people aren't. It's just people have really different body types. But at that time, I didn't think of it that way. I thought of it as, oh, I need to be a certain way. And that was difficult, difficult for a young girl going through puberty when everyone, especially society and the people around you are telling you, oh, you need to be this thin or you need to be doing this. And I was on dance team and I was with a lot of other really fit girls and really you know, just fit, thin people. And not to say that there weren't also curvy girls on the dance team. It wasn't this weird thing where they were like, you have to be this certain size to be on dance team. No, it was actually very inclusive when it came to size. But, you know, in your head, it becomes very warped when you're a child. And it's really disappointing. And that's why I just wanted to talk about it today. So that's kind of when I started noticing myself and my perception change a little bit. And I feel like this is very common with most people. And I think it's really common with maybe not with with all types of people. So not just the person with a vagina, you know, the people with the penises feel it too, um, where they are also going through really different body f- things and they're not as big as they want to be or they're not as tall and it usually takes them longer to grow taller and that's just the way it was. I mean, I was taller than most of the people in my class and I was a young girl, you know? Um, And I mean, people have issues with their body. Yeah, it's just out there. People have issues with their bodies and it's just the way life is and that's why I just want to bring it up and talk about it. So I noticed myself starting to diet at that age. And it continued. And it was a lot of yo-yo dieting, a lot of switching back and forth between different ones and then going through periods of saying, no, I don't want to diet anymore. And then going on the Atkins diet. Let's let's count. Let's see. I know I did the Atkins diet. I know I did keto. I know I did paleo. I know I've done... There's got to be more there's a lot more. I mean, I'm a vegetarian now, so you could consider that a diet. Um, there's that. But I'm just trying to think. I just remember this really, like, I, I don't know why. I don't have a ton of memories of my childhood, as you guys know. That good, good brain disorder. Um, But I do remember this moment, and it's a very weird, odd, specific moment, but I'm going to tell you. It was, we were getting our carpeting redone we were like doing we were transitioning our carpet into tile I know you're like Maddie where's what does this have to do with dieting I'm getting there so we were doing that and I remember sitting on the couch and Atkins had these like little things um little treats that had a certain amount of net carbs I mean each diet's so different I think with that one it was you could only have so many carbs during the day and they had things had net carbs because if they had fiber that didn't really count as a sugar yeah, <laughs> a lot of analyzing your food and everything you're eating. But I remember thinking, yes, I have enough net carbs to eat their like special 
peanut butter cups. And I remember that being like the highlight of my day was I got to eat these like special peanut butter cups, which is such an what, what an interesting thing to remember about my life. Um, but that's, there's just moments like that, that I really remember, or I remember being on the keto diet and basically almost dying. <laughs> it was so bad. I couldn't get up off the couch. I was so fatigued. My body couldn't take it. Ugh, not, not a good diet for me. No, no, no. Um, so it just like thinking back and thinking about all the things that I did. And I think one of the major things was counting calories. That was something I did a lot as like a young teenager into early adulthood, I was really into counting calories. And it's like almost unfortunate because now I look at food and I could probably like decipher the amount of calories that it are is in it just because that was something I did for such a long time. And it was something I started again this year. And then after I think a month of doing it, I decided to stop again because it kind of brought me back to this unhealthy way of thinking. But it's just interesting to look back at my life and to see how much I focused on food and how much emphasis I put on my food during the day and when I went out to eat and it was always a struggle. And I've done a lot of different diets as well as a lot of different like diet habits. I've I've been gluten-free on and off for years. And I don't know if that comes from my brother has celiac disease and I don't know if it's just because he did that, so it was something I was used to, and then it kind of upset my stomach when I eat gluten, but then it kind of doesn't at certain times. It's very strange. It's I go through a lot of ups and downs when it comes to dieting. I think I mentioned this in my last episode about dieting, um, where if I eat too much of one food, it kind of... I kind of become intolerant to it. So if I eat something a lot all of the time, then my body doesn't like to digest it anymore. It doesn't like digesting it after a certain amount of time. So I kind of have to spread out what I'm eating, all that stuff. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess I don't, I don't really know what I'm saying, obviously. I think I just wanted to bring this up and bring up that it can get very toxic when all you're thinking about is your food. And I know for some people, it is a huge part of their life because they can't eat certain foods and they have to plan their day around meals because of medicine. That's something I'm realizing I have to do right now. I have, it's like I have to take a certain, I with all these new supplements and medications, now I have kind of a set plan of when I can eat because of them because I have to take one medication in the morning with no food nothing and I have to at least wait 30 minutes before I can take any of my other medications or drink or eat food and then when I eat my breakfast I also have to take a certain amount of pills and then also a certain amount of other um, supplements with the breakfast and then at lunch I also have to take all of those pills again And then at dinner, I have to take all those pills again. And then I have to wait two hours after dinner before I can take my other supplements again. So I have to eat kind of early because I don't stay up that late because I have to wait two hours. And it's it becomes almost a thing of, okay, I do actually need to plan out my eating for the day, like timing wise. I'm trying not to focus too much on what I'm eating other than the fact that I want to eat things that I feel like are fueling me in the best way possible. I know I know with dieting it's really about finding your 
like life plan with food. It's not, oh, what's going to make me the skinniest the most immediately? Because I dealt with that a lot where I would go on these crash diets and lose like 10 pounds in a week, which is, cr- which is just crazy. I think about it now and that is insane. And it also that warped my sense of, oh, how much weight I should be losing in a week. And when I wasn't losing 10 pounds a week, I felt like a total complete failure, which <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy talk. Um... So I think with me, it's just finding something that like keeps me sustained and full and might be working towards like losing some weight, but in a really slow moving process, which is what I'm kind of facing now. I'm kind of trying to be on a healthier path and gain more muscle and be stronger. So my neck is stronger, so it can support my head stuff, you know, just things to like help myself. But it's it's frustrating because I feel like I've been doing it for months and months and I only see gradual results. But that's just the reality of it. It's all going to be gradual. It doesn't need to be anything crazy right now. So it's almost like you have to put yourself in your in your future self and say, I will get there one day and it will it will be there. (laughs) It'll be waiting for me. It just might take some time and some practice and some discipline to do so. So that's kind of that rant. But I do think there is a a right diet for everyone. And whether that is no dairy, no gluten, because that just doesn't work well with your digestive tract, or if it's veganism. I know a lot of people who thrive off of veganism. I personally am a vegetarian and I really, really like that from like an ethical standpoint, but also from just a way my body feels standpoint. And I've also always been like a little creeped out by meat. I don't know why, just the texture I think of it was really for me and you know I'm a big texture person because I can't really smell or taste if you don't know that you I mentioned it in one of the episodes probably um but it it that was just my personal preference and that's what I feel works best for me I know people who thrive off of like a paleo diet who don't eat a lot of carbs and I know people who love just eating potatoes and rice and veggies and fruits and that's just what they love and that's what's good for them So I think it's really finding out what works best for you, what makes you feel the best and what's also nourishing your body. I think that's, we can't forget about that because it's like you can eat junk food and love yourself eating junk food and be completely fine with that and love whatever place your body is at with junk food. But you also just have to be aware that you, you need your nutrients too, just from a health standpoint. I think that's really important as a person who doesn't, who has to deal with a lot of other health issues. That's something I really want to, like, that's something I really focus on because that's something I can help. Like, I can't help when I have a brain episode. I can try everything I can to be in the perfect place in my body to prevent it, but sometimes it just happens. I mean, the other night, I just had an awful brain episode. I haven't had one in months, and it was awful. It was so bad. It knocked me out. I'm still feeling after effects in my body because of it, because it just really (laughs) ravaged my body. And it was something that I felt like I've been on the up and up again. I feel like I've been eating really well. I feel like I've been taking all of my medication that I need to be taking and that's helping. Um, But it just happened and it just was there. But you know, I've been doing the work to support that and to like, I've been doing everything I can, not to prevent it, because it's not really a preventative thing. It's just to do everything I can for my body. (laughs) And I think other people, you should be doing that as well. So 
just sneak some greens into your smoothie, you know, that whole thing. But also make sure you're getting the right amount of supplements. We talked about supplementation last week. And so making sure you have all of the stuff that's right for your body and fueling your body in the best way possible. And that's my rant. Um, but also that's my, that's my other thing is having a fine line between, okay, I want to eat healthy. I want to eat clean. I want to do things that fuel me, but also enjoying things and being able to say, oh, I want to go to In-N-Out today, which I totally did. I was cleaning my house today. I had worked out this morning. I had a really great green smoothie. And then for lunch, I just said, you know what? I want In-N-Out. I want a grilled cheese and I want fries. And that's what I want today. And you know, I did it. And it's and it's the thing of, oh, you know, you're all, I know you're all thinking Maddie's going to say moderation. And you know, moderation is important, but it's just knowing yourself and knowing what works best for you. And as much as I can say, like, don't listen to society, like, societal standards are like BS, like, no, don't do it, love yourself. It's hard. It's a hard thing to do. And as, like, yeah, I I want you to love yourself. I want me to love myself. But it is a constant everyday battle to love myself. And it's not, it's not like that's a burden to me. It's just fact. And it's something that I will continue to do until I don't have to think about it as much anymore. And it just happens. So, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with struggling with that. It's something that most people do struggle with. And you don't have to put on this brave face of being like, no, I, I love myself. I'm full of, like, I'm full of happiness. I'm full of myself. <laughs> no, but just, like, you can think that way if you think that way. That's incredible. And I'm, <laughs> honestly, I feel so glad for you that you've reached that point. But I think a lot of people are still struggling to reach that point, And there's nothing wrong with that is what I'm saying. And so don't be discouraged if you see other people like that. Just be happy for people who feel that way because they've reached an incredible milestone in their life. And like we're who knows, maybe you and I are still working towards that. And that's fine. I mean, it doesn't matter how old you are or whatever. There's no right time to start loving yourself and practicing self-love. Um... And I think sometimes we forget that when we get into these world of diets and, oh, yeah, this will help me lose weight really quickly or this will completely put my body right where it needs to be. And it's so funny because now you can look at magazines and there is this like self-love movement where people are saying, love yourself, love your body, love who you are. And then you flip the page and it says the top 10 diets of this month and the best weight loss pills and things like that. So, yeah, I think I think we're in this weird, interesting point in society where we do feel this self-love, but then we are dragged down by these standards to be the perfect person even though nobody quite knows what that is so instead for me instead of focusing on being the most perfect person I'm just gonna try and be my healthiest person and that's just me for me my healthiest person not your healthiest person because your healthiest person is different we have different ailments we have different ways of life we have different diets we have different forms of finding joy like you don't have to do hit cardio workouts to be the perfect body some people love yoga some people love swimming like people find their joy and their um routine in different 
in different things. So I think, I know I, I know, I know brain farters. I know that I'm always saying that everyone's different, but everyone is different. And I think when I'm talking about certain things like dieting, we can see those through lines of, oh yeah, you were 12 when this started. You were in eighth, ninth grade. You were 20. Okay. Those are pivotal points in someone's life to see like that's a pivotal point in your growth and your development so of course you're going to be going through periods of discomfort and um not feeling quite right in your body and wanting it to be different so I think there's a lot to be said about those kind of what you guys were telling me through Instagram and Facebook and I just think it's interesting to see that and I also it was almost sadly reassuring to see that other people were feeling that way as well at such a young age because I used to I don't know I used to struggle a lot when I was a kid and I used to be so rigid and I used to completely focus on that as a child and I mean I you could still probably call me a child now I'm only merely 22 um But I feel more comfortable with where I'm at and more aware. And I think that awareness is really helping me because I can say, oh, yeah, like I do want to look fitter and I want to be stronger and I want to look different. But I can also recognize the fact that I'm eating healthier. I'm being as active as I can on the days that I can. Because I'm not going to lie on Monday, was it? Because Sunday I had the episode, Monday, yeah, Monday I laid in bed all day. I literally couldn't move. My body felt so exhausted that I almost peed my pants because I couldn't get up to go to the bathroom. That was the movement I could do for that day. So that's just putting that out there. You don't need to go to the gym for three hours every day to feel like you're fit. Sometimes it's just walking to the bathroom and that is enough for the day. Um, So as long as I know that I am... Being as healthy as I can while still feeling comfortable and happy in that eating, as long as I feel like I am getting enough exercise a week, or at least getting up and moving and moving my body or stretching or doing something like that. And as long as I, like as long as I know that and as long as I know I'm taking my medications and things to help me and I'm still searching for answers, I know that I'm doing the most that I can for my body. And that's not to say that I am eating the most flawless diet, because I'm not. Like, I I had in and out today, which is not a big deal at all. But it's just, because it's more than just eating healthy, it's also about your mental stability. Okay, so there's that. So it's about your mental state too. So you have to have some happiness in your life. And maybe that's like really yummy vegan black bean brownies, and maybe that is your healthy your healthy, delicious happiness is that. So everyone's different. Yada, yada, yada. I've said that 5,000 times. Take take a shot every time I say anything <laughs> and you'll be shwasted. Um, yeah. So I think I don't... <laughs> I feel like I always come in with a really strong plan and I get really excited and even today I was very antsy to get recording and then I start recording and I go, okay, Maddie, great. You said a lot of things. (laughs) Was it helpful? So I hope that was helpful in some ways. I just wanted to bring up that topic 
and that toxic topic of how I think hyper-focusing on it can be really detrimental to your health and your body image. And just now I'm starting to retrain myself to not think that way. And I think it will take a lot of time to get out of that mindset. It took me, it, it, I was in it for 10 years. It's going to at least take me probably 10 years to get out of it. And if not my whole life, but as long as I feel we're working towards it and I'm working towards it and I'm working towards just this love and acceptance of myself. It's okay if I have bad days where I don't like myself as much because I know that I'm still working and I will have those good days. And it is just, it's just a pattern and a path that will continue until I have reached nirvana. <laughs> no, but until I have really trained myself. I think it's kind of training yourself. And I don't mean for that to sound almost like insensitive or um, unnatural, but I think it's, I think there's some sense of like practicing self-love just like we practice meditation and just like we practice mindfulness, there's practicing self-love. And I think that that category is within mindfulness and meditation, but it's just, it's just something we have to keep trying to do. It's not going to come immediately perfectly, just like how if you go on a diet, you're not going to immediately lose 30 pounds. It's just, it's just the way it is. If it's not, unless it's really unhealthy, and then you probably shouldn't be doing those crazy extreme diets anyways. Uh, that's the tea. Um, so I think that's basically everything I wanted to talk about this episode regarding diets. I hope it wasn't triggering in any way for people who might have dealt with some issues. I mean, I could go more into eating disorders. I don't know if anyone is really interested in that or if that is just not really on brand. <laughs> so let me know if that would be too much or if it's something that you're interested in or if you would like me to maybe interview some people about kind of this dieting topic. Like I said, I am not a nutritionist. I'm not a registered dietitian. Obviously, I didn't really give a ton of advice. I basically was just saying, mm, feel what's good for you, but also like make sure you're nourishing your body. That's basically all I said. Um, and do it in the way that's best for you. And maybe not, maybe not focusing as much on say calories or things like that and obviously I'm just saying this broadly I know that eating disorders isn't like that is an actual illness that people deal with so I'm not saying oh you have an eating disorder just think positive and stop counting calories and done you're you're cured. I'm like no, I'm not I'm not trying to say that in any way. I'm just saying it in a broad sense for people like okay, maybe maybe this is something a lot of people are dealing with and it's just interesting to bring it up. So maybe start thinking a little differently and obviously if you have an eating disorder, I I just want I hope and want for you to find help and to maybe speak to someone about it in any way, anyone, just let someone know, you know, <laughs> just people, people care about you. And 
If you need to reach out to me and I can be completely confidential if you just want someone to talk to, if anyone just wants someone to talk to, I'm a person. I am not a registered therapist or any of those kinds of things, but I am a person who's dealt with a lot of stuff and I could maybe help. Who knows? So there was a lot of, yeah, there were a lot of things there that just happened, but I just wanted to say it because I didn't want it to come across as me being like, oh, the... You'll you'll think happy and eat whatever you want and things will be fine again. Because I know, I know it's difficult. I just wanted to bring up this topic that I have been thinking about a lot recently. And I hope that it was kind of helpful to hear someone else talk about it. I hope that you guys are doing well. Um, And if you have any questions, concerns, comments, epiphanies please reach out or or just shout it into the void. You know, both work. So I hope you have a great whatever, great whatever time it is, wherever you are. And I will talk to you next week. Oh, and I think I might do a poll about what you want the next topic to be. So I'll do that on Instagram and Facebook. And I'll also open it up for suggestions if people have certain things they want to hear about. Yeah, I, you know me, I can talk. Let's, let's talk about things. So yeah, (laughs) Um, if you, I'll, I'll open that up on the Instagram and Facebook and we'll continue talking about things every week and it'll be incredible. If you feel so inclined, it would be awesome if you left a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts or maybe just share it with your friends, anything like that. That would be awesome. I'm really, you know, trying to expand, but also realizing I still do this for me and for the people who have reached out. I mean, follower numbers aren't the most important thing, but if you feel so inclined to share, please do so. And thank you guys for listening. And that's that's about it this week. I am going on vacation next week again. I know you're probably thinking, Maddie, girl, you go on vacations every other week. And that's what it feels like. But next week, I get to see Martin. I'm so excited. Uh, and I'll be recording at a different, at another location. How fun. We're taking brain fart on the road. So tune in next week to find out where I am and find out what episode I'm, (laughs) what I'm talking about. So thanks again for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Goodbye.